Hello, patriots, and welcome. I am going to go on a tirade this evening. This um, podcast is going to be focusing on the First Amendment. If you get to know me, you'll know I don't plan well. Whatever I feel like talking about something is where I'm going to go based on my day, based on what I put out on Clapper and someone follows up, based on the different interactions I have during the day. And lately, it's the First Amendment that has just been hitting me that I need to talk about it. So I hope everyone had a wonderful day today and having a great Labor Day weekend so far. And I'm going to start off today by talking about the First Amendment because our First Amendment is under severe attack more than you know. This morning when I got on my clapper, I was talking about how here in South Carolina, our Supreme Court said that they were going to uphold a governor's ban on illegal mandates, because they are. Yet the school boards and other people said, hey, F the government. We don't care. We're going to do what we want. We don't need a Supreme Court. No, we're above the law. So we're going to do whatever we want. It doesn't work like that. So I know group. I know someone, and I talk to some other people that are trying to get before the school board to their point of view, and they've been censored. Yep, that is true. It is at a point now where they will just not even let you speak. You don't get a chance. You do not get a chance to voice your opinion if you are in the minority, what they perceive as a minority. Hence the difference between a democracy and a republic that we have discussed earlier. A democracy is rule of the majority of tyranny. Now, this whole guise of the scandemic the school board, especially South Carolina, is really upsetting. Could you imagine if we said, hey, we know Supreme Court made a law, but we just don't care. Not made a law, made a ruling. Because here's the thing, only the legislative branch can make laws. Three branches of the government, executive, judicial, legislative. The judiciary, their role is to say if a law is constitutional or not. They're not making a law, they can uphold a law. In this case, they struck down these illegal mandates, siding with the governor, and yet these rogue school boards and other entities say, hey, we don't care. We don't care. We don't need a checks and balance system anymore. We can do whatever we want to do because, hey, tyranny's in bloom. Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you to go. It's not. Because there are people that are going to exercise our First Amendment right, and you know what? It's not popular to do this. It is really not popular. And even amongst patriots, people constitutionalists, People that say we're like-minded. When it comes to the First Amendment, my God, if you say something they don't like, the fangs come out. If you support the First Amendment, you support it for everybody. You support their right to say what you don't want to hear. That is what's so amazing about the First Amendment and the way it's been interpreted by our courts in the past. Here, I'm going to read it to you. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people to peacefully assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. That is your First Amendment. Did you know it? Do you understand it? It is very important. Think about this. Go back to the Constitution. 
when it was done. Now, let's just, there's a little trivia here. Um, it was, it was, the Constitution was passed by Congress September 25th, 1789, ratified December 15th, 1791. The first 10 amendments form the Bill of Rights. The First Amendment, the first thing you have to understand, it gives people the right to say what you do not want to hear. These school boards, by saying, or any other entity that's saying, you don't have a voice. We're going to let one side talk, but we're not going to hear your voice. Unconstitutional. When you say a court makes a judiciary decision, either upholding or supporting a law one way or the other, but we're going to ignore that. It's similar to you saying, yeah, I know that's illegal, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm not going to care what they say. I'm going to do it anyway. It does not work like that. It does not work like that. Now, today I made the radical statement this morning, got people all riled up. I talked about pornography. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's protected in the First Amendment. If you've ever watched the movie, um, The State versus Larry Flint, there were people that said, I find it abhorrent, disgusting filth, but he has a right to print it. Same thing with Hugh Hefner. And then you have a right to if you want to read it or look at it or not. That is what America is about. And again, I am a libertarian. I don't care. Whatever that age of consent is, above that age, people are adults, and they can do what they want, and you know what? It's nobody's business. If he wants to print that and people want to buy it, that is their choice. No different than printing the Quran or the Bible or a Hindu book or anything else. We have the right to express ourselves, and you have the right to dislike it. We have the right to speak in public and you can choose to listen or not. I have the right to exercise my religion. You have the right to either believe it or not believe it. That is what our country was founded on. Now, most people use the guise of religion to try to curtail free speech. Doesn't work like no, doesn't work like that. Your exercise, it says the government, the separation of church and state, I believe in that. But your religion does not give you the right to dictate my freedom of speech and not freedom of speech. Now, again, people might differ, and that is, again, what America's about. But these school boards, I mean, I'm talking about, honestly, this is in Lexington, South Carolina. And I've done some also research on my own after I heard about it. If you are going to tell people, we are not going to give you the chance to be heard, but only one side can be heard, what does that mean? You are now curtailing their free speech, their right to assemble, the right for education, the right to go to school. Why is this happening? As I said earlier on my clapper, it's control. Most of these school boards and schools have always been liberal. You don't see this happening in very conservative places. The liberal towns know they are the majority. They have a democracy. So to insert their will over people like us, they will, through school boards and such, uphold and enact illegal mandates, because they are not rules of law, 
A law means it went through both houses of the legislature and was signed by a president or governor. That is a law. Anything else is not a law. Okay? So they're going to use these illegal mandates to try to control a population they know they can't control. Why? They are sheep and we are wolves. And a sheep will never control a wolf. Ever. So, patriots. A lot of people don't like talking about certain things because they're afraid how it's going to be perceived. Again, freedom of speech. I don't care if you like what I say or not. I don't care if you believe what I say or not. I'm going to say it. Is there a risk to freedom of speech? Yes! Yes, there is. But if you don't support someone's complete freedom of speech, it's no different than I've had people say, I support the Second Amendment, but you really don't need an AR. Oh, maybe I do. You understand what I'm saying, patriots? It can't be half. It's all or nothing. We support the Constitution. Do you? Ask yourself that. Now, I want to go and do a little history lesson. Are we ready? How many people remember some of the constitutional law that goes with the history of the First Amendment? Does anyone remember that? Most people don't. So we are going... We are going to go over what the history is and court cases. Now, most of the judiciary throughout most of history has supported the right of free speech up until a point. And the famous words of the Supreme Court was... You cannot shout fire in a crowded theater. Why? The risk of all these people panicking, stampeding each other. That's not free speech. Screaming fire in a crowded theater is not free speech. What is free speech is your right to say what I don't like to hear and my right to say what you do not want to hear. Okay. In 1970, famous words were said. The famous Supreme Court Justice. And I want to read you something. Um, William O. Douglas was on the Supreme Court and he served for 36 years. He passed away in 1980. And he was one of the most famous justices because he dealt with major, major cases that really dealt with the forefront of what the First Amendment was. And he pretty much said, the government cannot censor a person's right to speak because then... We have censored our Constitution. He was a strict Constitutionalist. He believed there was no gray area when it came to the First Amendment. Okay? Now, many people will, again find an agenda and they want to know why I had someone ask me today well 
if there's no virus, why are the school boards doing this? So I did some research. So supposedly, if I think it was 5% of the kids were called out and they were sick, they were going to shut the schools down. Now, you tell me what this means. Does that mean they just don't want to go to school, so they're calling out sick? We talked about this yesterday. No one could tell me. I called some other people. No one knows. Why do they want to do this? What are the advantages of keeping kids home? Well, they don't get to talk to each other and exchange ideas. Teachers don't get to do that. People do not have the right to dissent. People lose that free speech, the right to assemble. And it puts an economic hardship on the families, which then makes them more dependent on what? The government. Very good. The government. What do you think the most important part of a First Amendment is? It all fits together. We have the right to worship the way we want. We have the right to assemble. We have the right to bring our grievances if we feel we have been wronged by the government. Does that happen? No, not really. Our free speech has been slowly eroded by new judiciary that do not align with Mr. Douglas and have become legislating their branch from the bench. The scandemic, though, utilizes the propaganda of free speech, does it not, through social media to push its agenda. It pushes it on Facebook, on Twitter. Everywhere you can find, it is pushing it. But we cannot speak out on what we want to say if we don't agree with them. That's a problem. And that is a problem with democracy rather than what? A republic. When people live in fear of the government, it is tyranny. When the government lives in fear of the people, it is republic. I urge each of you, I urge each of you to really think about next time you disagree with somebody and say they don't have a right to say that. They do. It also says in the First Amendment to peacefully assemble. Okay, when BLM and all these groups are saying we are First Amendment, no, you're not. Burning a city to the ground is not, is not peacefully assemble. Okay, big difference. Patriots, our courts have ruled throughout history on the side of freedom, on the side of those that fought and died so you could say what you want and somebody else could say what you do not want to hear. Now, there are cases where free speech is not recognized, such as defamation. You cannot knowingly make statements about somebody that hurt their character and defame them for your own gain. That's what the courts have said. 
You cannot communicate a threat. You can't say, I'm going to kill you for your money. I'm going to do this or that to you. That's not free speech. According to our judiciary and upholding the laws. In 1942, in um, Chaplinsky versus New Hampshire, they came, fighting words became a big topic. Basically, if you go up and you start something with somebody and it escalates into a riot of violence, that is not considered free speech under the law. But also in Cox versus Louisiana, they have said in 1965, you have the right to stand on a street corner and scream on the top of your lungs a message, and if people don't like it, oh well. That is your free speech. It's a public street. You can sit there and scream. A broad spectrum, is it not? Obscenity, back to pornography. That was upheld in Miller versus California in 1973. However, pornography involving minors is not protected. Why? It's a crime. It's sick. It's criminal. So, a wide scope, depending how you want to look at it. Free speech, you cannot plagiarize. You cannot copy someone's writings. That's not protected. But your ability to write what you want is. And that's how it's always, always been interpreted. Now, I really hope next time you see something and you say they don't have a right to say it. They do. The left and Antifa, BLM, they have a right to say what they want to say. But so do we. So, patriots, are you making your voice heard? I want to know, I was curious today in South Carolina and I'm sure other places, school boards. I'm looking in Europe, in France. There were a thousand people in a school you could not move shoulder to shoulder. And they've been there for days. Roads are blocked in Australia. Freedom to assemble. Some people could say, well, they're trespassing on that school. Well, sit-ins, according to under the civil rights movement, were allowed. And there's no way police could clear out 1,000 people within a high school. Sometimes people have to get involved. The problem is they aren't getting involved. When a school board meets and six people show up out of 700 students, that's a problem. When you start talking to people and they look at you with glassy eyes because it's too much to think about, that's a problem. And the left knows this. But something about patriots, we, we call the silent majority. Maybe it's time we're not silent anymore. It is time to use that free speech. It is time to talk. It is time to get vocal and not be the silent majority. We need to be the vocal majority. We need to get out there and speak. We need to speak. We need to speak out. When there is a school board meeting, there should be every parent that says they're a patriot, every parent that says they the Constitution should be there. If a store says we're going to invoke a mandate that's illegal, the entire community should boycott that store. Employees should quit that day and voice it. Point blankly, speak out. Stand in front of the store and speak out. Men are silenced. 
George Washington said, As deaf and dumb when men are silenced, they'll be led like sheep to a slaughter. In extremely, extremely, extremely scary times, we are living in. Back to my book, 1984, I always seem to talk about. The first thing they talk about is there's no freedom of speech, but no freedom of thought. They take it a step further, and we're getting there. They're saying now, now it's only speak of it. If you think this on Facebook, if you think this concept, you're guilty. You are against the state. You are against Big Brother. Well, you know what? That means scream it louder, people. Make it known. Make it known. Make it known what you believe in. Make it known loud and clear your position and what you're willing to do. I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Nobody does. But we do know that many, many, many good men and women fought and died for your rights of freedom of speech. Congress can make no law abridging the freedom of speech. James Madison was one of our founding fathers who stood behind this 100%. It was so important to him. He wrote a speech June 8, 1789. And he said, The people shall not be deprived or abridged of the right to speak to write or to publish their sentiments and the freedom of the press, one of the great bulwarks of liberty, shall be inviolable, meaning it shall not be infringed. No state shall violate the equal rights of conscience or the press. No different press, Facebook, take it for what it is today. They had horses, we have cars. It still applies. It still applies. <laughs> President John Adams believed every American had the right to be heard. Every American had the right to be able to assemble where they wanted to and to speak. And to see this taken away today is sad. And I will say, I do support everybody's rights. I believe they have a right to have that gay pride parade. I don't have to go. The Muslims have a right to talk about the Quran. I don't have to listen. The liberals can talk about they want to do what they want to do. Neo-Nazis can talk about what they want to do. Black Panthers can talk about what they want. It's all freedom of speech. Until you cross a line and you break the law. So my question today is, by that school board saying, we will not obey the Supreme Court of South Carolina, are they not, in fact, becoming criminals now and broke the law? It seems that way to me. It seems that way to me. Patriots, we are heading into darker and darker days. My advice, and I've said this over and over and over again, you need to unite, you need to prep, you need to prepare. The Second Amendment gives us that right. And that is what we have to cling to. I am Kalishna Kitty. Please, if you're on Clapper, I'm Kalishna Kitty, 1776. Look at my, I usually do two Clapper videos. I try to put my podcast out in different places and reach people. 
for a number of reasons. One, I want you to understand what's at stake. I want you to see that our government is is a worldwide movement to make a one world government. That's what it is. It's a one world person, one world government. It was never about a virus, will never be about a virus, and never will be about a virus, and the choice will be yours. 1984 totalitarian state, or are we going to stand up and say it's going to be 1776 when the time comes? Because the time will come. The question is, will you be ready? Will you be trained? Will you have a group? Will group put away their stupid petty differences and come together and say, we have a real enemy to fight? Will you stand at that day or will you run? Will you comply with tyranny or will you stand against it? Will you be a beacon of light or a speck in the dark and nobody sees? Patriots, I wish you a blessed evening. Please, if you would like to reach out to me, I find it very difficult to get on websites with my phones. My podcasts are on mymilitia.com as well as other platforms. However, if you're on mymilitia.com, it is extremely difficult for me to get on there with a cell phone. And the forums are difficult to navigate for me for some reason with my cell phone. So if you'd like to reach out rather than have discussions on there, please email me at revoltwellness.pm.me. I am also on Telegram, and I can get you a link there. If you go on Clapper to Kushna Kitty 1776, I have a group. Ask to be join my group. We can go on that group and we can chat privately, and I can give you some information. I'm not going to open that group up to the public right now. I like to use it as a place to talk to people, one or two people at a time, and I can get you information about my organization, about what I believe in, and what I believe is happening in this nation. And you don't have to be in South Carolina. You could be anywhere. God bless y'all. And remember the sacrifices of others. We have two choices. Live free or die. Have a good night, y'all.